Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello there. Welcome to episode number 589 of Smart Podcast Trashy Books. I'm Sarah Wendell, and it is time for me and Amanda to go back in time to June 2014, as we are going to look at the ads and features of the Romantic Times magazine. It is a ride. We've got Distorted Feet. We've got the RT Awards. We've got Wolf-Eyed Vikings. We don't know what that means. We've got so much to talk about. This is a nice long episode. I hope you enjoy the nice long ones. Ha ha. I will be linking to all of the images that go along with this episode in the show notes. And you will be able to find all of the content for Romantic Times Rewind at romantictimesrewind.com or rtrewind.com, whichever sticks in your brain easier. I want to say a very special hello and thank you to our Patreon community for making these episodes possible, especially when they're really long. You guys are really helping me out with that. I have a compliment this week. Yay! To Sand. Among certain species of very intelligent birds, there is a lot of research and discussion about how you are the most interesting human with the most excellent sense of style and the most kindness. If you have supported the show with a monthly pledge of any amount, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are keeping me going. You are making sure every episode has a transcript hand compiled by Garlic Knitter. Hi, Garlic Knitter. You're making every episode accessible and you're keeping me going. So thank you. If you would like to have a look at the Patreon community, monthly pledges start at one entire dollar a month and it would be awesome to have you. I want to say hello to GKS who joined us recently. Hi, welcome. We have a Discord. We have bonus episodes. We have a lot of fun and it would be lovely to have you join us. Have a look at patreon.com slash smartbitches. 
Support for this episode comes from Lumi Deodorant. I am extremely thankful for Lumi Whole Body Deodorant this year. Whether it is freezing cold or really warm outside or sometimes both on the same day, I still have to get outside and walk the dog and Lumi keeps me in my favorite summery scent. We have a special offer just for you. New customers get $5 off Lumi starter pack with our exclusive code and link. And for a limited time, returning customers can get $5 off their next purchase of $30 or more too. All you need to do is use code Sarah30 at LumiDeodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. How does Lumi work? Well, some products will try to mask an odor with a fragrance, but Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. It's like a pre-odorant. I really like the solid stick deodorant. As I mentioned, the summertime scent that I love is the toasted coconut. But Lumi also offers a completely unscented product, which I have seen recommended online many, many places. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off Lumi Starter Pack with our exclusive code and link. And for a limited time, returning customers can get $5 off their next purchase of $30 or more too. Use code Sarah30 at LumiDeodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Thank you, Lumi, for making this holiday season smell a whole lot better. All right. Are you ready to look at some advertisements from 2014? Yes, you absolutely are. We've got low rise jeans for days here, people. Let's get into it on with the podcast. So let's talk about the ads and features of RT Book Reviews, June 2014. And I want to start by saying if you are in the Patreon and you're going to read the issue, you might notice that there is an author and a feature that we are not talking about. And that is because this author is so objectionable that we feel that the only appropriate response is not talking about them at all. Agree? Yeah. Agree. Yes. Sometimes, honest to God, sometimes ignominy is the best response. So let's move on. <laughs> this cover is twee. I hate, I hate this position. So the cover has <laughs> a, a man and uh, the woman has her legs wrapped around his waist and he's like holding her under the button. She's got her arms around the neck. As a short and thick lady, <laughs> this has never been possible. No, <laughs> really not. It, it looks so casually done. And I wouldn't be surprised, or this would actually be very funny, if there's actually like a chair underneath her and they like green screened it away. Spoiler, so there is absolutely didn't... something under her. Because if you look at their positions, he is straight upright. He is not leaning back yeah. to compensate. His arms do not look necessarily flexed enough to actually be supporting her body weight under her butt. Her legs are not tight around him and they are all together way too relaxed for this to not involve a support that has been photoshopped out. Like she she was perched on the washing machine. Yeah, I. it's got it. That would make me feel better. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> there's just there's just no way. This is all just silly. Also, he's not actually standing in that water. None of this is real. Let me look at this. Look at his, <laughs> please look at his feet. Also, there doesn't need to be feet. Like, why does there have to be feet on the covers all the time? But yeah, this I mean, is... and I know that like water distorts things. But look at that back foot. Oh What's my happening? god, he's a hobbit. <laughs> look at that 
back foot. Listeners, I cannot wait to zoom in on this and take a picture for you because whoa, it's a big. It foot. always comes, always comes back to feet. Why does it have to come back to feet, Amanda? Why, why feet? I don't know. But the big cover is Susan Mallory's Fool's Gold back to back trilogy. I don't even know if this That's is a got book like cover. Twenty books in it. Oh I yeah, think. it just kept on going. It's long. So if you scroll down to page three, there is a whole page of the June top picks. And I don't remember if this was in last month's episode, but they put all of the top picks by genre on one page. Very handy. Also, yeah, Maya, I don't remember if they did this either. Maya Blake wrote great presents novels. Good presents. Real, real good. I have I have never read. I don't think I read a single category romance. Really? Or like presents or anything in my time of reading romance. Yeah. I don't think I've read a single one. So you know those cakes, especially wedding cakes, where you know you are looking at a construction that is maybe 40% solid cake and 60% icing and decorations and fluff and sugar and spun candy. That is Harlequin Presents. There's a plot. There's It's in there. It's definitely in there. But you are going to have rich people. You are going to have ridiculous food. Are they like short? Are they like neve- more between novella and full length? Oh, yeah. They're I feel short. Like- they're short. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like my novella that I wrote, Lighting the Flames, was about 50-some <laughs> thousand words, and that will qualify as a series length book. Harlequin Presents are over the top. If you want to travel around the world and just read completely over the top everything, that is for you. They're very fun. And if you like, they are the epitome of a book that you read in the bubble bath. Maybe we should, (laughs) listeners, please respond to this. You can comment in the Discord. You can find us on the website. Every entry for the podcast has a corresponding entry on Smart Bitches, and there is a comment section. Tell me what Harlequin presents we should have Amanda read. <laughs> Tell me which one. Please be nice to me. I'd like I'd like something current, probably that has come out in the last I would say ten years. I'll give ten years. Okay. Um Yeah, we need to know. I don't want like a, a vintage Harlequin. I want a more con- more last... contemporary contemporary. Okay. Well, it can be like a it can be a, a historical set novel, but something that has come out and been published recent-ishly. Yes. All right. Which Harlequin that's, presents? That's my only criteria. What Harlequin presents should Amanda read because she's never read one. Moving on to the editor's letter, I will never stop paying close attention to the editor's letter. Once I now that I know what is inside. Are there any suggestions for longevity in this letter? Why? Yes. Yes, there are. Two and there's a goat. And there's a goat. There's a goat with Carol Stacy. Bless her heart. Also, it was it was a lot for my brain that Carol Stacy was the publisher and director of the newsletter, and Joe Carroll was in charge of RT the conference. That was very hard for my brain. I, my my brain was struggling with that just now. It's a little. So bit. I was like, wait, wasn't that the person who did the actual convention? And then you just said Joe Carroll, and I'm like. Nope. Joe Carroll and Carol Stacy. It's like Dilmit (laughs) Dilmit McDermott Mulrooney. So (laughs) in the end of the editor's letter, at this point, all of the authors are up front because it is uh, about the conference. And they've got E.L. James coming that year and all Sylvia Day and Charlene Harris. And yeah, so she's talking about the authors up top. But down at the bottom, 
Two interesting nutrition and longevity conferences are coming up. One is called Women's Wellness. The other is the Weston A. Price Foundation for Wise Traditions. I will be attending both and guarantee you can learn to live to 120 with a sound mind and a strong body. Latest tip, substitute soda with sparkling water, lemon or orange juice, and a touch of Celtic salt. And real butter is back! Exclamation point. Look, I might not live to 120 but you can pry my Diet Coke from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> but you don't want any okay? Celtic salt? Celtic salt, by no the way. No Celtic salt. Not any of that bullshit salt from the grocery the store. <laughs> no, I drink water regularly, but I cannot resist the siren song of a nice cold can of Diet Coke. And I won't. <laughs> but Amanda, Celtic salt no. and real butter is back. I mean, I love butter, so I'm not giving that up either. But... Just the whole idea of living to 120. Like, I don't know if I want to do that. Like, I'm 48, and the world is really hard to deal with sometimes. Well, it reminds me of, like, those vampires who are hundreds and hundreds of years old. And, like, aren't you fucking bored? Oh. Aren't you bored? So boring. I mean, they've got to be There will be, be no hobbies left to conquer. Right? Like, I... I, wa- I want to read... I want to read about a vampire who's centuries old, who has done everything, and now, like, his last bastion of things that he hasn't done is, like, re- really get into model trains or, like, painting miniatures. No, like, no, no, he's no, taken no. up knitting, no, no, taken no, no, no. up sewing. He's obsessed with boilers. He's got. He's really into boilers. Really now. into boilers. Like now. I, I don't care that he's rich and powerful and has ma- amassed all this wealth. Like, how is he keeping himself busy now that he's been alive for seven hundred years? What level of calligraphy are we talking about here? Yeah, what is he doing? <laughs> Imagine if what busted him as an as an immortal was that he he was always doing like videos with his hands, like doing calligraphy. Now we're knitting. Now we're wood carving. Now we're potterying. Now we're doing this thing. And somebody notices that it's always the same hands for like 60 years. Someone's like, this hand model has not aged. Dun, dun, dun. What's happened? We must unpack. But as Catherine says, if you have your health, you have everything and more time to read. So fair enough. Fair enough. I still just, I still don't buy the whole living to 120 thing. No, thank you. And then comes a big ass ad for Dallas 2015. Which was my first RT convention. And was it the one in Dallas? And it's an experience, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, a- you learn a lot. You learn a lot. <laughs> um, so many books. So many books. This was a time um, when you would get a, this was back in the suitcase full of books time, right? This yeah, is when you would bring an extra suitcase. You would oh, yeah. pack a suitcase in your suitcase. I completely unironically would pack a smaller suitcase and put it in a larger suitcase because if there was a book that I was given, I was going to give it I was going to give it away on the site if I didn't want to read it. And I feel like um RT probably picked uh hotels that could handle a convention and had a business center. Oh. Because that last day of the convention, there would be a line out the door of people shipping books back to themselves. I was one of them. 
Yeah, it was wild. And like you ride that high for sure. Like, oh my God, look at all the free books. But then like as you attend more, it feels it becomes more of a chore. Oh yeah. Like, I don't I don't need these. I don't want these. Please someone take (laughs) And you would go there would always be a table to exchange books and you could go and you'd see like sixty copies of the same book that no one wanted and I always felt so bad. I know. Authors stay away from that table. Yeah, don't go near there. Don't look at the table. One of my favorite things to do is when I was feeling snacky is RT would have something called Promo Alley where you would buy a table or a part of a table and you'd be able to set up a promo station. And so people could go by and see all of the promo. I am not ashamed to admit that I would go down <laughs> Promo Alley looking for chocolate. If I was feeling snacky. There'd always be like a Hershey kiss for so, sure. And I always felt really bad about that as a promo option because you would see people take the time to put little stickers on the bottom of each Hershey kiss. So it would be like their little name in a circle with a heart in the middle and maybe the title of their book. But that's the wrapper. I'm not saving the wrapper. It's a piece of foil. Mm-hmm. It's so I was like, well, this is this is great for me and my snacking, but as a way of promoing and remembering, I'm not going to remember because it's on the wrapper. Yeah. But there are still some pieces of promo that I, I have still. Like I have a chip clip. I have a pet food lid from Linda Lale Miller that I got at RT. Like I, I still have I, some of my promo. I don't remember who it was. I think the author's name started with an S, but it was a heart-shaped bottle opener that I had on my keychain for the longest time. And I and think it eventually you, broke. But that when you need a bottle opener and you, the person who has one on their keychain is a very popular person. Yeah, it was a it was a bright red and it was like a heart and then the bottle opener at the yep. bottom. It was some of my favorite <laughs> pieces of swag. And I've talked about this before, but there's two kinds of swag, too. There's the swag that has value at the conference because it's a rare item or it's nifty or it's something that sets that, that sets you apart in the crowd, but still makes it clear that you're part of the conference, like light up necklaces, things like that. But then there's also the swag that is valuable after the conference where you're like, wow, this is really useful. I, I have this thing from this author. The best swag Hands down, no question, the greatest piece of swag was from Farrah Rashan, who did little measuring spoons. And it's just one piece. One side is a tablespoon and a teaspoon, and then you flip it over, and there's an indent in the spoon, and the indent on the back is a half and a quarter. And in the middle, it says, like, add some spice to your reading or the perfect amount of spice, Farrah Rashan. I use that thing every night. Best piece of swag. My my favorites were always... Uh, the lip balms and chapsticks oh, because heck, I yeah. routinely lose mine. Oh, yeah. So I would rather have like a surplus than have to keep buying like Burt's Bees, which is like seven fucking dollars um, at CPS. So yeah, I would just like amass all of them. And of course, like one by one, they'd wind up in the dryer and have to get thrown away. But Yep. If you look at the conference ads, saddle up for the next fun-filled RT convention. Do not submit the same workshop you presented in New Orleans. It must be a different one. Interesting. Because, I mean, RWA would have the same, like, they were like the hallmark sessions of RWA. There was always a Q&A with Nora, um, Susan Elizabeth Phillips, and, oh, gosh not sandra brown somebody oh it's rachel gibson no it's um 
Who writes as Amanda Quick? Heather Graham. No, no. Who writes as Amanda Quick? Oh. Amanda J- Quick. Jane and Krentz. Jane and Krentz. Thank you. Gosh. Jane Ann Krentz and Susan Elizabeth Phillips would always do a session together that they've done a hundred times, but it was really good. And part of it was you're in a room with Susan Elizabeth Phillips and Jane Ann Krentz. So like, it doesn't matter what they're saying. You're talking to them. That happened almost every time at RWA because like really established authors would come and be there. And that was part of the draw. RT was like, you cannot do the same thing every year. So every year I had to tweak what I was doing, even though what I was doing was collecting recommendations and that would be different. Well, I wonder if, like, you can kind of do the same thing, but just name them differently. I'm also wondering, like, do you have to come up with your own pithy little theme name, or does the RT group do that? I think it helps. I think it helps to to give them a pithy, because there is a language of RT convention, right? There's a lot of exclamation Mm -hmm. points. There's a very, like, cheeky language to the descriptions. Sometimes you would be put, you there was also a limit to the number of uh, groups that you can be part of like authors can submit a maximum of two proposals per person and can can participate in a maximum of three and in, not including reader workshops so you were already limited in what you were doing the other thing about conferences in dallas that i would like to say is that i loved 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 one aspect of every time a conference was in texas which is that cowboy boots are comfortable and count as formal wear I even have <laughs> I even have a red pair of cowboy boots with tooled filigree black uh, stitching on them, and I got them signed oh by an author. <laughs> I got them signed by Lorelai James, who writes the the Cowboy Polly books. It's signed at the yeah. top, and I'm like, wow, I, I can't get rid of these. <laughs> I had her sign the sign inside my of my boot. <laughs> I also want to pull uh, to point out on page six one. That is a smoky eye. Like if you wanted to describe somebody as a smoky eye shadow, that is what that is. Yeah, I can't do that without looking like a raccoon because I have I, like glasses. I look on. like I'm like a smoky eye. Is not for me. Looks great. I also look at while- look at look at digitally delighted. This makes me so happy. I am elated with the digital version of RT. I was ready to forgo my magazine only because my site is so horrid. Now I can sign on and read RT cover to cover. It may seem like a small thing to some, but to me, it's a huge advantage. That was from Snow Hugs. Aww. And yeah, if you can While blow we that PDF up, hell yeah. Yep. I noticed that they have the tweet beat where tweet they just reprint tweet. Tweet beat. Yep. Yep. Which is wild. <laughs> yep. I mean, like, articles do that now where they'll just, like, embed a tweet or whatever. But, like, if the embedding still works. A tweet, yeah. They, and it's not, it there's no link to the tweet itself. But, like, JC no. Burton, I've got some awesome promo to hand out at the RT convention this year. Can't wait. And they printed that in the magazine. <laughs> it reminds me of when, like, I send a selfie to my mom or I post like a selfie on Instagram and my mom literally goes to like Walgreens and has it printed out and put like, this isn't meant to be a physical artifact. This is not meant to be matter. This is meant to be ephemeral. (laughs) I also like Sasha. Oh my gosh. RT stands for romantic times. I never knew that. Oh, Sasha. (laughs) So if you look at page Eight. Well, first of all, on page seven, there is an ad from Penguin for summer reading, and Anna and the French Kiss is on 
the page. And I love that book so much. I must have reread it like four or five times. It. I realized much later, I have a weakness for study abroad, fish out of water stories with people going to live in another place. That was one of my favorites of that particular genre. And look, Ra- Rachel Hawkins, Rebel Bell. Remember that book? I really liked that book. Also, weirdly, this ad, if you notice, has like, um, very light bordering around each thing. So like endless possibilities, you can see sort of like light borders of a square. Yeah. Same with the books and then available everywhere books are sold. And it reminds me of like, when you're placing things in an ad and the grids aren't turned off. Yeah, this looks like a mistake. I'm wondering if this was a mistake. I think this is a formatting mistake because I I'm amazed I'm like really excited that you noticed cuz I noticed and thought, "Oh no, that's that's just my copy. That's not I that's so interesting to me that you noticed that too. It looks like a formatting error or something with the PDF was not turned off, but it it's weird. Every every element has a box like, around it. Yeah. So That's if strange. you if you go to page eight, there are late breaking announcements for RT in New Orleans, which is like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So the authors that have been added at the last minute, this is the weirdest blunt rotation. Debbie Maycomber, Tamora Pierce, Mary Robin at Kowal and E.L. James. Nightmare blunt oh rotation right there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how that go. I don't think you could get high enough for that. Nope, 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 nope. Although I would absolutely no question get high with Mary Robinette Cole. I've been to conferences with her. We I, absolutely no question. I don't know if she smokes, but let's get high. It'd be great. Her, She has on Instagram, <laughs> she has a cat who has learned to use those fluent pet buttons. The buttons? And the cat, like Elsie, has like full, like they have conversations about stuff. It's fascinating. I worry about giving that power to Linus. I don't it's like he already screams at me. I don't I don't need to be verbally abused by my cat. In Buzz, Buzz, my dog, is blind and deaf and elderly, but he is extremely smart. And I really think that if we had gotten him buttons when he was younger and could still hear, he would be very interactive. He will come and tell us when he has to go out. He will come and tell us when something is wrong. Like, he's very, very communicative. If I gave Katie buttons with the degree to which Wilbur pisses her off, her, she would just be like, asshole, asshole, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> it, there would be one button to insult, the, insult Wilbur, and she would have like five of those. <laughs> And Wilbur would be like, snacky treats, snacky treats, (laughs) snacky treats, snacky treats. Over and over until like the button ran out of battery. Yes, exactly. So what did you want to point out? Because I noticed the same thing and the way you describe it is so perfect. Yeah. So it mentions all of the RT book reviews winners. Yes, because the award ceremony is part of the, the, yes, it's part of the conference is the award ceremony. So they break it down by genre. And as you go through, it looks like publishers have taken out ad space to congratulate the winners in these categories from their publishing house. So like um, Avon took out one to congratulate Eloisa James, Rachel Gibson, Kim Harrison, um, and then mentions like a bunch of historical romance authors, Tessa Dare, Sarah McLean. Um, But it reminded me of in your yearbook 
um, the senior students, their parents would usually take out a page at the end of the yearbook to like, you know, put in like baby photos of their, (laughs) of their graduating senior and like, congratulations, we're so proud of you. And like photos of your accomplishments or whatever. And that's what it reminds me of. The the Avon ad that is a full page, full color ad with pictures of Eloisa James, Rachel Gibson and Kim Harrison because they're getting career achievement awards. And then all of the books that are um, winners. I mean, that that somebody spent a lot of time on this. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. It also doesn't have those little weird boxes around all the elements. You notice that? No, I was just thinking about that, too. It's like there's no weird boxes here. No, now I'm caught. Now I'm like on the look for the weird boxes. And the thing about the RT Awards is that, number one, your award was presented to you at the conference if you were there. So they would only really, like, announce awards for authors who were in the audience. And it was many hours of awards because they give a lot of awards. In addition to Career Achievement and the Seal of Excellence Book of the Year, which went to Megan Hart for Tear You Apart, there's also the Reviewer's Choice Award, where there's a specific book, and the categories are very specific. Like, yeah. So they have Book of the Year, which is one thing, but then they have all of these very specific, um, like, innovative historical romance. What, what, is the, what does that mean? Medieval yeah, historical <laughs> romance. There's not that many of those at the time sensual historic romance historical romantic adventure like are they making up categories to give books awards or are they finding books to fit these really interesting categories i mean they can kind of just keep making up as many awards as they want like no one gets a cash prize or anything no it's a statue i think yeah a statue or a plaque or something but maybe it's you, they get a steeper discount the more statues they order. So they're like, quick, we got to make more categories. And they give an award for every type of series. And there's only one publisher of series. So like half this page is Harlequin <laughs> Intrigue, Harlequin Desire, Harlequin Kiss, Love Inspired, yeah. Love Inspired Historical, Harlequin Super Romance. Like every series line has a best of, which one is a lot of books to look at if you're looking at the years. And, and two yeah. – Every single one of these books is published by Harlequin. <laughs> yeah. It is a wild. If you scroll down to page six to page 15, because the list of award winning books is four and a half pages. There is. A, uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of awards. Like uh, this award ceremony was all afternoon. Like I would go in, I'd see some awards, I'd go get a snack, I'd come back later, like it was still going. And it wasn't like the Rita's, which was in the dark and there was a drum roll and a big production. It was like, it was just chairs in a conference room and a stage and it was like a, like a presentation. It was not like an award ceremony. They saved the lighting and effects for the balls at night. Yeah. On page 15, there is a full page ad from Barber Publishers congratulating Wanda E. Brunstetter for her RT Book Reviews Career Achievement Award. And my favorite thing about this ad is the text. Wanda E. Brunstetter is an award-winning romance novelist who has led millions of readers to lose their heart in the Amish life. What? What? What does that mean? What? What does that mean? But okay. But millions? Are we sure? I mean, 7 million copies sold of over 60 books. That's a 
Wow. I mean, that's a lot of books. I can also tell you this podcast that we are recording right now has more than 3.2 million downloads. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we are millions of episodes listened to. We're millions of hours listened to as well. I haven't looked at the hours stat. It makes me tired. But yeah, more than <laughs> more than 3.2 million, I think, the last time I checked. I don't want to open my email because it'll make my recording go. <laughs> then there's the cover feature, which we talked about because it's on the cover. It's about Susan Mallory. Yeah. Now, this cover feature is written by Faggy Levy, who I knew when she worked for RT, and she's wonderful. But the thing about this is it reminded me that Susan Mallory was one of the earliest authors to have her own tagline for her branding, which was read, laugh, love. So if you see a lot of authors with with like taglines under their names or taglines, it's Susan Mallory was one of the very, very first to to do that and she had her own tagline mallory in the article it says with the help of her website manager shelly k and her assistant janelle looney who i also knew has created a virtual fool's gold world online where you can check on the weather in fool's gold the link is for an actual forecast from a small town near lake tahoe you can read the news you can watch tv you can study a neighborhood map and this what this website is still up it's so quaint. And current? Wow. Okay. It's not current. I don't think she's, well, maybe she is still writing this series. What the hell do I know? But she did a whole website for the town that she was setting the books in. And if you think about it, that has happened before. There's been, like, I think uh, Debbie Maycomber has one. Like, there's been websites just for the town or the world. But again, Susan Mallory was one of the first who I remembered creating an entire website. I mean, even like the the show Parks and Rec, there was a website for the town in Parks and Rec. And Susan Mallory did that long before, long before that show. Isn't that cute? I just think that's so neat. Yeah. I want to say like Fool's Gold. I feel like I remember featuring it on sale like years ago, years ago. And it was like, this is book 20 in the series. Like that was a very long series. Plus like whatever spinoffs it had, like, it was pretty substantial. It's it's it's. I'm very a, curious how many books I'm gonna look. To see I'm now looking is to see if there's a list on good. Yeah. Written over a span of six seasons or years, it looks like there are um, twenty. Yeah, twenty primary works in the Fool's Gold series. Yeah. So if you look at page twenty, would you please read the first paragraph? <laughs> I pre-read it just in case. Um, so this is for a feature on Deanne Gist, who writes historical inspirationals. I think we've reviewed at least one of them. Yeah, her books um, get put in inspirational, but they're not especially God-focused. She writes a lot yeah, of I, great historicals with great heroines, but I don't remember her being extremely Jesus-y. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Yeah, it might be like more of a like vague face, you know what I mean, sort of mention or two. And I think she has a um, Christian publisher, which is why I think part of the reason why she yeah. gets shelved is inspirational. But Deanne Gist is a great writer. So Deanne Gist gave her readers what they asked for in her May release Fair Play. She used actor Ryan Gosling as her muse for hero Hunter Scott. But even someone inspired by the handsome, personable, kind, we could go on forever. Actor needed a flaw. So Gist made him constipated. Yes, you read that correctly. We'll explain. Please do. Please do explain. That's a good first paragraph. Isn't that a great first paragraph? Trisha Carr did a fantastic job with this profile. Basically, what happens is that in Fair Play, she explores what, quote, an 1890s alpha male who's abashed at the idea of a woman doctor would do if he ended up in an infirmary with an all-female staff. And Gist says, quote, I knew the only way to get him in there was to give him something debilitating, something would knock him to his knees, but it couldn't be fatal because he would be, after all, our hero. So I gave him constipation. Do you know it can actually kill you if you let the toxins back up in your system? That's how Ryan Gosling, oop, we mean Hunter, <laughs> got an ailment that's embarrassing, humiliating, and completely off limits in mixed company, but severe enough to lead him to his match. I stand corrected. I said at the end, I'm looking it up right now. I said at the end of the last episode when we were looking at books that I didn't see any that I wanted to read. And now I think I want to read this. <laughs> but like, can you imagine that's how you meet your like spouse is they come in with like constipation problems? Oh, guys, and how did you meet? Well, funny you should ask. I had constipation problems and I didn't think women should be doctors. <laughs> <laughs> the audiobook is part of Hoopla. It is narrated by Kate Forbes. I am adding it to my Hoopla list right now. Well, there you go. That's the one I'm going to listen to from this episode, from this issue. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this is another full page ad, isn't it? Yeah, this is a Kensington, yeah, Kensington. ad. There's, yeah, okay. So there's like six. Six covers? Yeah, six covers. They're all different genres. So you have Cat Mine Against the Wild, which was romantic suspense. You have The Mark of the Tala, which is fantasy. And then right next to each other, you've got Huckleberry Summer, 
which is an Amish romance featuring an Amish woman on a porch sitting next to a golden doodle, some kind of doodle dog. Um, And then right next to it is the cover from Simply Sinful Kate Pierce, which is just a pair of boobies in a bra with a necklace. Boobies. So we got boobies right next to Amish dog in the ad. Unless you think, lest you think that Amanda is exaggerating, the focus of Simply Sinful by Kate Pierce is the boobs. Like it is the lightest thing and the largest piece of light in the composition. The necklace has sort of filigree of uh, and drape of pearls. So there's a collar and then there's stuff hanging up. All of the stuff hanging from it is pointing at the boobies. Like the thing that you are looking at on this cover is tits. The boobs, yeah. My and everything else has shades of blue. Yep. And the only thing blue on the simply simple like cover is Kate Pierce's name, which are right across the boobies. Yep. So <laughs> boobs and an Amish golden doodle. Yeah. <laughs> the pairing of champions right there. Also, if you look below at Souls of the Damned. That poor character on the cover has the Justin Bieber blowing my hair around my head sideways haircut. She's got got Justin Bieber hair. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. I always love on page 22 when there's a solved habo. I know they call it book sleuth, but it's a habo. And people are like, people found a silhouette about a rancher and a heroine studying local plant life. I love it. 19... 88 was yeah. when that book was released. It's impressive, right? Yeah. If you go to page 26, there is a feature also written by Faggy Levy, and it is all about the start of 101, 101, 101 Dark Nights. Which They went hard on branding at RT. I remember there were so many parties, so much swag. And they were one of the first people that I remember at a conference to do both wall clings and then also to do something on a marble floor, like right in the middle of the floor, there was something that you would, you were walking on and people would like stop and look down and be like, Oh my God, it's on the floor. They are still around. They advertise with the site and Liz Berry, who's quoted extensively in this article is one of the co-founders once told me that they will not release a book without spots on smart bitches. We can't Aww. do we can't do a book release without you. That is so sweet. Isn't that lovely? So they are still around and they are kicking ass. They also are Blue Box Press. And if you remember, Jennifer Armentrout publishes a series with them and it will be number one on USA Today, number one on Indie Next, number one from the used bookstores, number one in Wall Street Journal, and it won't even show up on the New York Times because they will not acknowledge a digital press. It is such bullshit. Utter, yeah. utter bullshit. So then if you go down to page 27, it is a full page ad for former advertiser all romance. They had me do a book club. I would do a book club selection and then host a live chat. And then to my utter sadness, like I had um, Sharon and Tom Curtis when they re-released The Windflower, Sharon and Tom Curtis did like, so it would be a a chat discussion for an hour and then half an hour Q&A with the author and the author would, would come in at the end. 
the company that hosted the chats on the site went out of business with no warning. And so I have no archives of any of those. And I've had people email me and be like, hey, you had Sharon and Tom Curtis. And I think Tom has since passed away. I think he was, I think he's died. And I've had researchers contact me like, hey, do you have a transcript of that? And it is gone. There are so many text-based companies that were adding like accessory content for blogging, like live chats, live streams that were just text-based. And they're all gone now. It's so sad. But if you look at all romance, I would just like to point out bottom row, third from the right. I figured. Yep. Shiny. It's a butt. It's a butt cover. It is it is deep in the age of hair gel and booties. I feel like we had a few of these books pop up on previous like cover snarts. Yep. A couple of them. More than likely. Yeah. Uh, All romance. Sad. If you look at the middle of the next ad for Kensington, check out the cover quote that Down by the River Mm -hmm. by Lynn Stepp got. Dolly Parton. No shade to Dolly Parton, who does great stuff for like literacy programs but does lynn step know dolly parton what they have to do to get dolly parton to give a a blurb for this one right and it's interesting because the cover itself features a quote from deborah smith yeah i bet she knows dolly someone knows dolly in in this group i think you are very right about that yeah is Lynn Stepp even still writing? Yeah. I haven't heard of her, but I don't. Her books probably aren't something I would normally like pick up anyway. So I don't know. Yeah. 2023 Seeking Aida. Still writing about the Smoky Mountains. Go ahead, Lynn Stepp. <laughs> I would have that Dolly Parton quote all over my car. It would be on the wall. Oh, for sure. It would be on a shirt. Get it tattooed. Tattooed. Get, Your get first, some custom shoes. First baby's name. Oh, heavens would yes. Be Oh, yeah. Full quote. Full wrap on the car. Put it on the awning of my house. Big sign on the roof. People can see it flying in. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Now, if you go to uh, page 35, you wanted to mention something? There's a a, like a half page. Quarter. I don't know. The quarter page. Two thirds. Um, I don't know. For Bronwyn Evans, who historical romance, and there's two covers, but I want to talk about the cover of A Promise of More, <laughs> and it's an embrace. A shirtless man is has his arms around a woman in a purple dress, and she's throwing her head back, but the only point they're touching is his arm around her waist, but there's such a gap in space between the two of them it just looks like a sexier version of a leave room for jesus there's still a three foot rule but there's like some pizzazz on the three foot rule it's like they went from doing the eighth grade sway where you where you slow dance with somebody at arm's length apart they went from that to romance cover but they didn't bend their arms enough yet (laughs) no it looks very uncomfortable i will say they look very sweaty. Back to the sweaty books. Back to sweaty books. It all comes back to sweaty books. On page 37, there is an ad for something called Turquoise Morning Press, which was the first time I've heard of them. 
And so, of course, I Googled them and I found a whole thread on absolute right. And uh, apparently it is an e-publisher that is hosted by blogger.com. And people did not have exciting things to say about it. Basically, the owner of the press. Yeah, the owner of the press self-published and then said, oh, publishing, I know how to do it. Please, please just look at how much script Tina is on this ad. Summer reading. Well, they probably bought a pack of fonts. Yep. And you can't have romance without Scriptina at this time. And if you look down in the lower right corner, Love in Sight, Holly, it's Scriptina. So I. Oh, no. Gil, Gil, Gilliant, Gilead, Gillian. There's two L's in Holly, two L's in the last name, and two T's at the end. And it looks like a cloning error. Because they use Scriptina. It's just loopy, 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 loopy. It, so if you've ever sewn on a sewing machine and you've gotten a bird's nest on the back because the um, the bobbin is all screwed up and so it looks normal on the top and you turn it over and it's just a bird's nest, that's what this font looks like with this name. It's not a great choice. The, the title is also Love in Sight. And I just noticed that there is <gasps> a um, like a like a walking stick. A, a, um, cane, a cane, you, uh, yeah, a cane, cane? used by a, a visually impaired person. Oh God, love in sight. No, yeah. oh no, and it's clearly not like it's not. Wow, maybe it's leaning against that fence. Maybe it's photoshopped in. It's hard to say. Yeah, Yikes. I don't know. Yikes! On a bike. Yes. Yeah. If you, yeah. Moving on to page thirty-nine, we have a full page ad here. But it's black and white. There, there were a number of black and white ads in this one that I noticed way more than the previous one. Weird, right? Like, what was the yeah, price I mean, difference? I don't know. We got to still find out. But there's like a number of black and white ads in this one. There is. There are a lot of them. And, all, and not only is it all black and white, but because it's all black and white, none of these covers stand out it's just noise yes it's like it's like static there's nothing jumps out the only thing that jumps out at me is grading on curves because of the font used for grading that looks like um really wide spaced letters that you learn to write your penmanship on like it looks that's the only thing that jumps out everything else is noise but it's also a nude lady on that cover Oh, She's hell. Oh, my God. Day. She is naked. Look at that. I didn't even notice the nakedness. That's how blur. <laughs> that's how that's how flat the black and white makes it. I didn't even notice that she yeah. was actually nude. The next one, the, the book next to it is 41. Real, Reality Hero. What the hell is I Reality Hero? I don't know. Go ahead. Back to more like weird, not like weird ads, but like 41. And later, page 103, we have, like, quadrant ads now. So it's, like, four ads per page, which I don't think we saw in the previous one. But there in the top left one is for a book called Norse Jewel by Gina Conkle. And the tagline on it, it says, what does the wolf-eyed Viking want? And I'm like, what does that mean? What's a wolf-eyed Viking? (laughs) But there's eyes Does he have eyes like a wolf? Are those his eyes? On either side of his head? Does his snout really long? On a human face? (laughs) I don't understand what that means. Okay. 
I need you. But on that same page, we have another weird ad. I need to tell, I need you to read this one. This one is so fucking wild. Lower right side. Please read the text below Pride and Prejudice through Darcy's Eyes. Stanley Michael Hurd's. Wow, that is it Kerning? Yeah, a little, little bit of Kerning problem here. Yep. Um, Stanley Michael Hurd's truly male point of view has readers and reviewers enthralled. Uh, press X to doubt on that one. <laughs> like, quote from you, Amazon UK readers, quote. Written by a man, so we get a genuine male perspective. I don't need it. Come for the kerning. If I want that, I'll go to. If I, I'll go to Reddit. If I want that, stay for the gender essentialism. What the? F- yep. Truly yeah, male, genuine male perspective. So I'm. I think that this guy's hook is that he's a man. In the episode where we looked at the reviews, you pulled out Full Steam Ahead by Karen Whitemire. And I just, I need to, I just need to talk about this cover for a minute. Yeah, let's. Okay, (laughs) so first of all, she looks a little bit like Frances McDormand. The the model looks a little bit like like Frances McDormand with long, dark, curly hair. The expression on her face looks like he just pinched her bum. Yeah. And he's sneering. on the boiler. Well, I mean, he was fast about it. Or maybe he's obsessed with the boiler and he made the boiler like poofer in the booty. Like the <laughs> no ex- one wants a booty poof from a boiler. The expression on her face is only as bad as the expression on his face. He's just from the nose down. We don't need to know what all he looks like, but he is smirking while he fondles his boiler. This cover is giving so much narrative. I want to know what he looks like because this is the guy who's obsessed with boilers. What what does he look like? I think you need to read this book. I don't know. <laughs> the, the first mention of Jesus and it's a it's a wrap. Also on this page, the cover for Truth Be Told by Carol Cox. Now, I think Truth Be Told is a way too overused phrase in romance. I think it is way too way too common narratively. It has lost all meaning. I would wear the fuck out of that suit. I would wear... It looks very good. I would wear that. I would wear that to Aldi's. I would wear it everywhere. It is a gray striped blouse with a high neck and a little brooch. And I don't like things on my neck. I would wear this. And then I don't know if it's a dress, if it's two pieces, if it's a jacket that's tucked into a high-waisted skirt, or if it's just one piece. It is deep purple, and it looks like velvet. It has pleats and buttons, and it looks good. And her hair looks good. Like, that is just... (laughs) I would wear that suit. I wish my hair did that. Like, it's gorgeous. I feel like... Bethany House, which is what this ad is for, the mm-hmm. Bethany House publisher. Bethany House. They usually have really good composition and costuming, yeah. with the exception of this other cover in this mock-up of Stuck Together. That's a terrible cover. She's um, wearing a prom dress. And he looks like a giant pilgrim. Um, <laughs> a giant sky pilgrim. <laughs> So the other three covers on this ad are very good. And I like the, the dresses and the costuming. And I feel like they, like they usually do a good job in terms of 
that sort of thing, especially like in, we've seen a few inspirationals from like the last um, episode we did for the May issue. Yep. Um, but yeah, normally their clothing looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very, very little, very little to snark except for, you know, Sky Pilgrim. Sky Pilgrim. Here. On page 73 is a full page ad for Howard Books for Fair Play by Deanne Gist, which, okay, great, awesome. They highlight that she has been a top pick. This is one of the best author quotes I have ever seen. This is from Deanna Rayburn, New York Times bestselling author, quote, I laughed so hard at their first full scene together, I cried my mascara off. Okay. Like, but also, Deanna, invest in some waterproof mascara. <laughs> what are we doing? That should be the default. I love this quote. That is an outstanding promo quote. I do not blame them for making it a full third of the whole ad. It's gorgeous. I love it. It's great. Now, I mentioned this in our last episode. It's time to talk about Against the Wild by Kat Martin, featured in a full-page ad from Kensington on page 79. First of his all... His name is Dylan Brody. Let's... Yes, his name is Dylan Brody. He's rugged, tough, oh, and dangerous. Yeah. He's wearing a Canadian tuxedo. He's got a denim shirt and some denim jeans. He's got one leg up. He looks, his shirt is open almost all the way to the last button. It is still tucked in. He's doing the historical romance hero with his Canadian tuxedo. And behind him is a plane. And the nose of the plane. Seaplane. Yeah. And the nose of the plane. How would you describe the angle of the plane, Amanda? (laughs) The angle of the plane. It's situated behind him. Right. Um, but it kind of bisects his waist and crotch area. So it and let me be very clear that the plane is red. So we have a like a red rocket scenario <sighs> going on. Coming right out of his groin. <laughs> it's not subtle. And he's sort of standing with his legs open and his arms open and he's like smoldering at you. And the plane is, it's very phallic. I wonder, so Deanne's book got a full ad, Against the Wild got a full ad, and I believe like a favorable review in the romantic suspense category. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if RT lets authors know ahead of time hey, you're getting a good review. Do you want to take out ad space to like augment or supplement if the they're good review not, that we're giving? If they're not, then they're, they're telling the publisher. Yeah. All right. If you look at page 89, there's a two-thirds column ad for Marie Hart and it, might be the author, it might be the publisher, but if you look at the bottom, look at how to handle a heartbreaker. What is up with her arm? Is her arm coming out of her neck? I feel like both arms for the heroines on these covers look unnatural. Like the first one for the troublemaker next door, her arm looks really long. Like if she unbent her elbow, that's a really long arm. And then this one, the arm does it like where's the shoulder joint? It looks like there is none. So if you look at on Amazon, if you pull it up on Amazon 
and you look at the audio book, it's a square format cover, like similar like a CD case or a record case. And so it's a square image and her whole body, like her whole torso is in the image. And it, okay, okay, yep, I, it looks normal. That's her shoulder. But because of where they've cropped it for the book cover, it looks like her arm is growing out of her neck. It is so yeah. weird. Like it's just bad cropping. Speaking of just bad cropping, if you go to page 91, we got some shitty ass Montlake covers here. There's a like a two-thirds corner ad, and these covers are shitty. Well, so for those who don't know, Montlake is Amazon's romance imprint. Mm-hmm. And um I was inputting books. Was it yesterday or today mm-hmm. for um, like part two of our previous RT Rewind? So part two of the May one. Yeah. Ads and, and features. Oh, right. Some of the covers that we talk about that aren't great and pretty like bare minimum are Montlake ones. And I'm very curious when Montlake started because I feel like their covers are much better now. But yeah, when they first started... Their covers were not great and pretty, like, bare bones, bare minimum cover design. Really poor use of, um, in Photoshop, uh, outer glow, where you take text and then add a glow and then some drop shadow. And, yeah, like, the undressed by the Earl is just all all outer glow. Amazon launched Montlake, I just looked it up, in May 2011, so this is three years after they launched, and these are still some really basic covers. Like, it's weird. Yeah, I mean, Amazon and their relationship with books is a little confounding. It's right? complicated. So. It's more complicated than Facebook complicated relationships. Like, it's the most complicated. <laughs> If you scroll to page 107, there is an author photo <laughs> that just gives me so much joy. So I love it. It's I love so it. ridiculous. Would you describe this photo? I don't think I could do it justice. Sure. So this is a profile piece on, it's like an interview with Laurel K. Hamilton about the newest Mary Gentry novel. And the background is like a concrete warehouse. Yeah. And then there is a director's chair. So it's like wood and then like black canvas. And Laurel K. Hamilton is in all black. So black jeans, black leather, thigh high heeled boots, black shirt, black leather jacket. And she's got like this curly blonde hair. And she's, uh, I don't know how to describe this either. Um, <laughs> She's, like, on her butt, but, like, turned to the side. So, yep. like, she's bent her body in, like, a V yep. shape. Um, And her legs are kicked up on one side, and she's kind of, like, leaning back against the, like, arm of the chair on the other side. Yep. Um, And it definitely reminds me of the joke. And I don't know anything about Laurel K. Hamilton's sexuality, but how, like, bisexuals don't know how to sit in chairs. <laughs> um <laughs> But it's it's got a lot of pizzazz, this pose. This whole picture is, see my boots? <laughs> Check out my boots. Did you see my boots? Wait, hold on. Look. Did you see them? 
Wait, they bend and they go say, look at my boots. Did you see them? This is not an author photo. This is a check out my boots photo. Yeah. I, the boots are the star here. It is so, it's so, so enjoyable. It's just so enjoyable. Now, page 123, we are back again with uh, Easter, Oestry, Eostry. Let's say Eostre. Eostre's baskets. Get your sexily ever after. This copy makes no sense to me. So the lower half is the same ad as last month, which was Easter's or Estri's basket. And then above is a sort of a Christmas themed almost. Well, no, it's just red and then the green lizard makes me think of Christmas. So there's two sets of ads here. When you order a gift basket from the goddess of new beginnings, you might not get what you're expecting, but you'll get exactly what you need. What does that mean? What I don't understand. What does that mean? Are you at ordering all? gift baskets of books to yourself and you don't know what's in the basket? Or is it some sort of concept for all those books where they order a basket and then they get some sex? I don't. Yeah, I don't know what this means. It is very Maybe strange. Maybe one day we'll know. Maybe someday we will know. But then at the top, if you look at the ad for the book, it's I swear to you. By Sloan Parker, that dude's naked. That's a naked. That's, that's a naked dude. That dude has a thorax. That, <laughs> that dude has a thorax. The guy laying in the grass. Like, he has a thorax. Oh my god! And then page one twenty five has so much to offer because it is a full page ad for Alora's Cave. Adam Lambert's back. He's Blood back. Adam Lambert. We He's cannot. Here. He's back. Yep. And if you look at the top, the sweet and sensual, all the way to the top right, she needs to run because that ship is after her. Like she's running look. away from a boat. <laughs> I mean, just get on land and I think you're good. Run, run. The ship is after you. Also, if you look closely, you will see the same cover model over and over and over. It's that same guy like five or six yep. times. Yep. Now, you wanted to look at page 127, which is an ad, I think, by Open Road Press. I think so. Yes. I thought it was interesting because um, it says advertisement at the bottom, to make this perfectly clear. But this is an excerpt Mm -hmm. of a book, which I think is smart and a little tricky, right? Yep. Of like, they made it look kind of like a feature. Yep. Um, with like the drop cap at the top. Yep. A pull quote. Yep. Um, and like an ad within the excerpt yep. of the book. And at the very bottom, it says advertisement. And I thought this was pretty sneaky. And I respect it. Yep. Uh, this is also enough of an excerpt where someone would remember reading this but would not be able to find it and then would email us and be like, here's what I remember. And then somebody would be like, oh, here's the book. It was excerpted. And we used to get a lot of those. Like, I read this portion of a book in Cosmopolitan Magazine. I was getting a pedicure. Or like Reader's Digest. Yes, I read an abridged version. Yeah, that's that's. this is going to inspire the same thing. Like, there was something about a guy and there was blonde hair and some feathers. Yep, absolutely. On page 129, we also have ads as we scroll past for Amira Press, a lot of presses that don't exist anymore, including Red Sage Knows Your Secrets. No, they don't. Get out of here. If you look at the top left for Sphinx United, 
that is an almost nipple cover. That is a cover where the nipple has been airbrushed out. And then if you look at the bottom of page 130, we have another black and white ad, this one for Beach Walk Press. That one was also the full page black and white. Yep. And it's okay. All of the poses look like stills from a video that's a porn, but is trying to pretend like it's not. And so they they're very sexual, <laughs> extremely sexual, like all the way to the right. This guy is showing you his armpit so hard. And like the yeah. other guy, oh, he yeah. has a thorax whew, and a big nipple. But like they're all so uncomfortable, especially the one in the middle. They don't look sexy. They look like their backs hurt and they can't lie down comfortably. And like the woman in the middle has has shoes on. Yep. Her foot's like, just sort of dangling any, there. Anyone who has tried to get a little spicy while wearing high heels knows that at some point you're going to stab your partner by accident. Or poke a big old hole in the shoes. duvet. Yeah. And it, it's going to ruin the mood real fast. Oh, yeah. Just take the shoes off. Your feet are fine. It's okay. These, these just look so uncomfortable. They don't look hot. They look... They look like they have hurt their back. A disc has been slipped and they cannot get comfortable. And so they are sleeping in some weird ass positions. And speaking of ass, there is so much ass on that cover. Like that cover is not getting approved for a lot of major retailers at this time because it's too much ass crack. Yeah. And you noticed something that I did not notice on page 131. Yes. So it's a, another weird, like two, two thirds app. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's an ad from Alora's Cave for a book called Celebrity Sex Tape in the Making by Farah Abraham. Who is a New York and, Times bestselling author, by the way. <laughs> and Farah was on Teen Mom, probably one of the most hated Teen Mom characters, if I can remember correctly. I never really watched the show. Um, I just know her from like pop culture, just being engrossed in pop culture stuff mm-hmm. yeah apparently she wrote a book an erotic novel with Alora's cave wrote. about making a celebrity sex tape and she's the cover model that yep. is her on the cover posing with a shirtless dude who has a camera in his hand wow that is a wild crossover right there mm-hmm. a searing erotic novel by reality tv star and new york times best-selling author Farrah i'm worried Abraham. about typing this title into my goodreads but <laughs> Now, you also flagged the classifieds on page 135. Yeah, which I don't remember if these were in the previous issue that we talked about. But the classifieds had like, uh, one is bookstores and accessories where you could get romance via email, CD or hard copy. CD? Uh, Oh, hot damn. Someone's looking to sell previous issues of Romantic Times all the way from issue number one. Um, I emailed that are, email address. I haven't heard back. <laughs> it was 10 years ago. My, ho- my hopes are not high. Yeah, I'm sure that um, AOL account could still be active, but um, there's a, a chances press, which I've never heard of, that's like asking for queries and submissions for erotica and romance. They're not offering CD publication. No. (laughs) And then they also mention the classified advertising rates. Mm -hmm. So for um, 
10 lines, it's $75. Yep. And then 95 for 11? What does that mean? For 11, 11 to, to 20, 20 lines. lines. Got it. But if you look, all of lines. these ads are three, four, and six lines. So they got $75 yeah. for three lines of text. So they probably made what they make, 150, 225 mm-hmm. for these Little lines. three ads. Yeah. I just want to say for $75, you can buy a for every budget ad on Smart Bitches. It will run on every <laughs> popular page for a month. Every page of the website for a month for $75. Like, I feel like that's a much better deal than 10 lines or less. That is a pretty good deal. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Now, I also almost missed this because the the contest and giveaways are not that exciting. It's like win some books, whatever. No one's doing anything silly. But if you look at the back cover, the back cover of the magazine was a full page ad for a book called Meant to Be by Lauren Pizza. The Lives and Loves of a Jersey Girl. And that is, you know, that's her. You oh, know, that's got it. That's a photo of her. Absolutely. A memoir more exciting than fiction. And I, you know how, okay, this is so embarrassing, but I'm assuming this happens to you that sometimes you'll read and your eyes will jump and you'll put one word from a sentence in in the wrong place. Yeah. Okay. So I read that and I really, (laughs) I really thought the tagline was a memoir more exciting than pizza. Can't can't be done. This is not possible. The lives and love of a Jersey girl could be pretty wild, but it is not more exciting than pizza. I don't think, and I do love books. I don't think there would ever be a book in this world that I would choose over pizza. (laughs) I mean, is there a book you love more than pizza? I cannot think of one myself. No, no. (laughs) And that brings us to the end of this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed this very wild ride with us and that you too will put the boobies next to the Amish dog. It's very important. I have three things to tell you. Thing the first, a question. Amanda, as you heard, has never read A Harlequin Presents. Which one should she read? for Maximum Presents experience. I would love to know. You can come and find us in the Discord. We have a channel for the latest episode. Or you can come to the website, which has a whole comment feature. Come find us on smartpitchestrashybooks.com slash podcast. There is an entry for episode 589 and you can tell us which one you think she should read first. Thing the second to tell you. I asked for reviews and my gosh, did you deliver. Thank you. Podcast discovery is actually kind of challenging and you are amazing for the reviews that you have left. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know what a big ask it is and I am deeply grateful. I want to say a very special thank you to Mary Not Pippin who wrote, quote, reminds me of a night with friends after a couple of glasses of wine. Mary Not Pippin also wrote, When she and Amanda do an episode together, it reminds me of slumber parties growing up that have loads of silly conversations and shenanigans. This podcast is great for book recommendations and for giving you that warm feeling you get inside when hanging out with your favorite people. Is it really weird to feel like super embarrassed reading such nice things about yourself to other people? Yes, probably very normal. And yes, I'm turning red. And yes, I am so thankful for this. Thank you so very, very much, Mary Not Pippin. And thank you to all of you who have left reviews for the show. I am deeply, deeply grateful. 
And of course, thing the third, the bad joke. Dun, dun, dun. I end every episode with a terrible joke, which many of you referenced in the reviews. You like these jokes. You can tell this joke to everyone. Are you ready? What do you call a wreath made of $100 bills? Give up? What do you call a wreath that is made of $100 bills? Aretha Franklin's. <laughs> I can hear you groaning from here. <laughs> Aretha Franklin's. That joke is from KWAS 1978 on Reddit. Thank you, KWAS. You are amazing. <laughs> Aretha Franklin's. <laughs> okay, I got to pull myself together here. On behalf of everyone here, we wish you the very best of reading. Have a wonderful weekend and we will see you back here next week. Smart Podcast Trashy Books is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcasts. Aretha Franklin's. <laughs> it's so good. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.